Welcome to Breakfast with Candles podcast. Simply put, this is a podcast that explores John Hughes films. On this week's episode, we discuss Baby's Day Out. Enjoy! What's up, guys? What is up? Welcome to the show. Welcome, Jordan. Looks like we made it. Look how far... I don't want to get copyright yet. struck. <laughs> we haven't made it yet. We still have to talk about this thing. Oh, really? Okay. All right. So this I'm is sorry. the, the goalpost is I'm to sorry. get to our Baby's Day Out review. We're going to push through this one, everybody. <laughs> All right. We're going to push through to the ones we're looking forward to talking about. All right. <laughs> I don't know. This one's a mixed bag. I don't know if it's it's not all negative. Okay, I'll all right. say that right off the bat. Looking forward to it. <laughs> uh, this this is Baby's Day Out, nineteen ninety four. Um, directed by Patrick Reed Johnson, who I have no idea. Nope, I don't know. Nope, <laughs> he probably directed stuff. I know. I didn't look it up, but I don't know. Mm, he directed Space Invaders. He helped oh, write. So my favorite movie. No, oh, okay. So wow. <laughs> For, ask for forgiveness. He helped write Dragonheart, you know. Ooh. That is a movie. Dragonheart, wow. Yeah. yeah. Sean I saw Connery. It in theaters. Wow. Wait. Is it the one I'm thinking of? This is what Sean Connery's Let talking dragon. I'm the last dragon or whatever. Yeah. I think this is the one I know. And he's like, part, part of my heart is in the <laughs> he like splits his heart yeah. in two and puts mm-hmm. one of them in the Nevil Prince. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I thought it's been a C- time. I thought the CGI was really good back in the day. Is that Dennis Quaid? Yeah. I'm wow. So. It's crazy. <laughs> Anywho, uh, written by John. So I found out I've been pronouncing his name wrong. Uh-oh. Wow. Only 15 so episodes. It's, it's not. You don't pronounce the G. It's just Hughes. John Hughes. So I've been saying Hughes, but that's just what it looks like to me. Yeah, I yeah. like that pronunciation better, but apparently it's wrong, so I'm sorry. It's all right. You can say it however you want, really. I mean, we're John only a... Hughes. Yeah. <laughs> Rolls uh, off the tongue. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, starring Joe Montantegna? Montantegna? I always have a problem with his name. Uh, it's John McDickadickada. Well, it's Joe, but... Okay. <laughs> There's a couple of Joes, Joe Pants, uh, yeah. Joe Pantaleono, Laura Flynn Boyle. Um, I think Joe Pantaleono. Yeah, however you say it, it's probably the one I recognize Cypher, the most. You know, Cypher <laughs> from the Matrix. Just say Cypher. Can we yeah. call him Cypher? Um, is that the one you recognize the most? Absolutely. But there's a lady from Sex and the City. No, <laughs> I don't believe it. Believe it or not, you yeah. piece. <laughs> exactly. Everyone knows that scene. Of course, <laughs> the betrayal scene. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, I'm just the messenger Trinity. He's so much just who he is. Yeah. <laughs> like he's always that way. You know what yeah. I mean? Like he's screaming a lot. Every time I've seen him, he's just he's old Joe. He's the captain <laughs> in uh, the Bad Boys franchise. Oh uh, uh, yeah, he's uh, That's right. He's in Daredevil. I forgot the, about that. The Ben Affleck yeah. variety version. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so. Budget and gross, Jordan. All right. Hit okay. me with your guess here. Oh, my gosh. All right. The budget. I'm going to go ahead and say $20 million. Budget was $48 million. Holy crap. Yep. We're 94, I guess. It's expensive. So. I guess they filmed all over Chicago. 
Yeah, man. Expensive get that baby all over the place. Wow. Underground, <laughs> high above the earth. All those animal actors they had to pay, obviously. Like the gorilla. The gorilla actually, that was pretty impressive. I'll say. It looked pretty realistic. I, I have here my notes. I assume it's a suit, but... It is a suit. I was pretty impressed. I have here my notes. Um, not the worst gorilla costume I've seen. No. So that's a compliment. And he, and he looked like the movements were good. All right. <laughs> they and had it wasn't CGI. The, it was it, practical effects. These so. things cost money. Yeah. Everything costs money, right? Especially a fake gorilla. <laughs> Even more so is what I'm saying. I thought they actually <laughs> did that pretty well. Okay. Give them props. Great. Um, what do you think it made? Uh, I think it made... Gosh. I don't so know. So it cost 48. It, co- it made like 65 million. Not even close. This movie made $16 million. Did you say one six? One six. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> this was no. This was by far the biggest bomb we've had so far. We've covered. Oh, my goodness. It didn't even make half of its budget 16? back. Worldwide, too. It's crazy. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, what that's, that? what I, that's what I was saying earlier when I was doing my notes. I'm like, oh, my God. What's that baby going to do for food? He's the not weekend, gonna be able to it afford. made $4 million and it grossed... I guess it only opened in the U.S. because it grossed the same U.S. as it did worldwide, but it only made sixteen point eight. Oh no! Yeah, <laughs> Mr. Hugh Gaguza, say it isn't so. I know it's. I feel bad because there's so many movies that I enjoyed that he made, but he really struggled at the end of his career. You know, yeah, a lot of know. a lot of movies just they weren't that great, and they didn't do that well at the box office. It just. I don't know. He, he's he's really a mixed bag of a director, I think, is what we're finding more and more as we've gone through this. I, I think you and I really have had an education on John Hughes because John so. Hughes, excuse me. <laughs> Except how to say his name. <laughs> on J.H. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, you know, he, he's someone that, um, you know, I admired for a long time. I, I, I knew somewhat what movies he made and I enjoyed it and. You know, I, th- I think it was. It's been an interesting journey so far, exploring yeah. his movies, um, seeing the ups and the downs. Just, yeah. I, I think I feel like we're somewhere around halfway, maybe a little bit past halfway. We're beyond halfway at this point so, to our podcast. I don't know. I think it's kind of interesting. Just have a little retrospective. We've we've covered a lot of movies at this point, and mm-hmm. this being, I think, one of the lowest points in his career. Damn. And I just sixteen. Yeah. yeah. Goodness gracious. And I he didn't he didn't do a lot of big movies after this no. you know he he was associated with a couple movies that like you know people would recognize but flubber and, you know yeah yeah I don't know. um what's the other one made in manhattan oh yeah um, i think 101 dalmatians or something yeah yeah movies that i don't think we're gonna actually cover yeah no because okay. yeah things just went downhill from here so i don't know i feel i feel bad he, is this the latest is this like we've already done the earliest of movies we're going to I cover. I think it might be. You, you're looking at the list there? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay. trying to. I just know it's not going to happen. <laughs> I know I'm not going to reach it in a reasonable amount of time. Um, I'm opening it, yeah. I th- I think this is. I, th- I want to say, like, before we'd gotten to, like, 90, here's the list. Yeah, this is well uh, before Home America Alone on 34th. Is, it came right after this on the same right. year. Okay. Um. Yeah, this is the farthest we've gotten. So, Dennis the Menace was 93. Beethoven's second was 93. 
Um, Did you get that trailer I sent you, by the Home way? Home Alone 3 was 97, but we're not going to talk about that movie. No, we're not going to talk about Be- Beethoven's second either, but did you did you see the trailer? I sent you, a tra- I texted it to you. I don't think I got a chance to watch it. All right, I watched it. I, can't, I couldn't <laughs> believe it. They got was, all, it, was it Beethoven 2? Yes, yeah, Beethoven 2nd. I never saw Beethoven 2nd, but I couldn't believe the trailer. you got to watch it. I you just got to. I saw that movie, though. I think I did. I can't believe it has the original cast in it. I mean, obviously not uh, <laughs> Dr. Farnham, but it has everyone else. It has but it, the family. But it also wasn't written by John Hughes, so that's one no. reason we're not going to No, definitely not. We shouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> but I just... <laughs> we shouldn't. We couldn't. <laughs> it shan't. It went. Yeah. Anyways, what you got? Got oh, any, uh, boy. Got any fun facts for us, Luke? Um, There was one silly thing. What was it? Um, <laughs> Eddie says, if you want to go be a shoplifter, <laughs> go to JCPenney's. It's kind of a weird line. It's like, what? No, why is he had something against JCPenney's. <laughs> he wants them to be robbed. Yeah, I, I can't even remember what scene that was. I guess when they're chasing the baby and the baby goes into the department store. Oh, uh-huh. is this like <laughs> trivia or is this just you just thinking about This is about just a this? quote that it just had here that was funny. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, I don't this should, know. This should be on the box. <laughs> that JCPenney, that's a good place to steal some stuff. I guess so. Gosh, stay away from JCPenney's, folks. Don't steal <laughs> anything from there because of this podcast. They told me to do it on uh, Breakfast with the Candles. <laughs> that van was insane. That's one thing I'll say. It's like the craziest van I've ever seen. They have a bubble on the roof. Yeah, uh, like, the janitor from Scrubs comments on it. Is that right? Yeah, the one of those. Oh yeah, the cop. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anyways, yeah the the budget they said was a whopping fifty million, which at the time was unheard of for a movie that had no major leading stars in the cast. Wow, how so, did like, they get the that people baby? that we barely knew? Like you know, they were super un- unwell known at that point. It was way, well before the Matrix. I think I'm pretty sure that was before Sex in the City too. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I think Sex in the City started in the early 2000s, but I didn't watch it enough. Um, Vernon Troyer, who is uncredited, played the stunt baby. <laughs> so many me in. Um, oh my god! Gold member and you know all the Austin R. Powers R. movies. R.I.P. Man, but yeah, played crap. the stunt baby for several major shots oh including the construction God. scene for some other shots a robotic baby was actually used so that's pretty interesting <laughs> there was so so they actually did plan baby strip to china but it got canceled <laughs> probably because it didn't make back half no its budget kidding <laughs> the freaking executives probably did exactly what you just did tilted their heads back and laughed so now that we've gotten baby's day out you know it's, it's through. We've seen what. What do you guys think about the? What do you guys think about the sequel? We've got plans. <laughs> That's what they did. Oh, no. Said, go pound sand. <laughs> oh man. Well, thankfully, we're not here to talk about baby's trip to China, or we don't have to later on. We don't have to exactly. We've got baby's day out. This one, one the, some a, a movie that I've known was coming for a while. So let's do it, Luke. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's dive on in. This was actually, wow, this was part of a $50 million contract Fox had with John Hughes. Produced Baby's Day Out, Miracle on 34th Street, and then Home Alone 3. All all of which were terrible failures. Wow. Even Miracle on 34th Street? That's what they say. Wow. 
I don't know what the budget and what the gross was. Well, but. Home Alone 3 was straight to home release. So I don't know what was to say right? about that one. Yeah, yeah, it's completely unconnected to the McAllister, tri- to the McAllister timeline. It just says but. all of which were box office failures. Yeah, well. <laughs> okay, how about that? Fantastic. Just a tough ending to his career, like I was saying. Okay, baby's day out. Let's do it. <laughs> I know. I, I know, you know. All right, let's talk about it. There's some stuff to say. I yeah. Think. I'm good with just kind of summarizing up a lot of this movie. Bunch of guys chase around a baby. I mean, there it's... Apparently, this was a book. So, I didn't really know that. But apparently, I guess this is a real book. So, it is a book. That's what I assume. It's one of those little golden books, right? Those little yeah. ones with a golden spine or yeah. whatever is one of those. It's one of those books you tell your child to go to sleep, just like okay. in the movie. I mean, I remember books like this when I was growing up. My mom would read us stuff like this. Yeah, I mean... There's about the the plot. There's not much to say. I mean, okay, so the beginning. Yeah, there's really not a lot to say. There's not a lot of plot. It's all stuff. Okay, so yeah. the, the beginning of the movie is just it's a rich baby, right? They're in a rich family raised by um the the guy from the Wedding Singer. You really <laughs> feel like they don't even really raise the the kid. It's really it's just like the nanny. But then, yeah. like, I feel like as the movie goes on, you, like, realize that they really care about this baby more and more. A lot more than they kind of present it right at the beginning. What, what you can't have, I guess, is when your baby yeah, gets I guess stolen that's the idea. is the moment you realize you love your child. Because it's like they just refer to it as, like, you know, the baby <laughs> or baby. They don't oh. even call it Bank, like, in the beginning. They, like, later call him, him Bank. I hate that. Baby Bink. Yeah. They call so him weird. Baby Bink. Why would you... So he's were you be, called Baby Luke when you were little? Your parents would refer you later on in life. I know what you'd be made fun of like crazy in high school. Baby Bink, oh my gosh! But okay, so I, what do they do? Is there any sense of what these parents do? Why they're so famous? I'm trying to like some of these details go by. I want to say that he's like some kind of political figure or something because okay. he's obviously well known. You know enough? Didn't don't they like see his picture in the like newspaper or something? Yeah, like that's the target. <laughs> It's Something weird like because they're talking about their baby as like only in like PR ways. Like, oh, they haven't even seen our baby. And then like, oh, they're going to see our baby and it's going to be beautiful. And that's their whole reason why they're hiring this baby photography company. To... The special company that just does baby pictures. Yeah. I mean, this is our plot, guys. <laughs> There's nothing... They kidnap the freaking photographer yeah i don't know what they do the photographer do they kill him or they kidnap him i guess they just probably tie him up <laughs> they probably they murder him. him yeah that makes a lot this of is that type this of world. this is this type of movie yeah. out for sure this universe <laughs> that we see and yeah no he's napped he's been napped yeah he's been napped. photographer's been napped he's so, tied up in the back of the van <laughs> i assume it's so when the the crooks or whatever we don't have no real sense these are just generic crooks right there's no like the only thing they want is they've, to kidnap this kid. And they've moved money. up to kidnapping is what I feel like. I guess so. They've been common thieves and now they're going for the big prize. Yeah, I mean, what we ha- we basically have the wet bandits. Here. Baby they're, stealing. They're, there isn't like, yeah. there's, there's anything complex. They're not working for anybody. They're just these three guys. Yeah, it like feels like they are at first, but I guess they're not. It's yeah. Like, it feels like there's like a bigger plan. But like the more the movie goes on, it's just like... Yeah, we're just holding the baby for ransom. There, there's three doofuses. They're gonna hold the baby for ransom. They're looking for three million dollars. But whatever, they're the parents are infinitely stupid because of the whole. Did you mind if I spend some alone time with your baby? I don't know why it turned into Super Mario, but 
Yeah, exactly. And he talks crazy like that. It's fine. It's so over-the-top thing that, that he tries to do. I am do. some kind of European. Exactly. <laughs> I'm an eccentric photographer. I don't know. I'm sorry, everyone. but <laughs> That's what he does. That's what he does! <laughs> it's another strike against this movie. I guess so. But it, I don't... It's regionalist. Does the mom deserve to have her baby? <laughs> okay, no, okay, that's I don't terrible. know about that. No, I guess no one deserves to have their child stolen from them. But yeah, that's what happens, though. That is what happens. They go through the window and just peace out. Do you get a sense of what this movie is to become in this like first yep. like 15 minutes? You do? Okay. Basically. I don't feel like this movie changes much. I mean, I, it's super goofy in the beginning and it's super goofy all the way through. I feel it's really revealed once the bad, once they steal the kid and uh, the kid escapes, it's immediately revealed what this is. This is a, a slapstick comedy. This is a slapstick. And you know, me saying that they're you, just so dumb, even right from the beginning. It's just like, Oh, good grief. They're morons. I mean, it's, it, they joke around about how stupid they are about how, uh, uh, Joe Pantaleone can't read or whatever and you know stuff like that and so it's just spent them trying to take care of the baby and it's awful that's real I mean none of it's really funny I mean I guess it's a little bit amusing trying to see P- Joe Pantaleone try to sing to the baby but that's it's like the Chevy Chase stuff in vacation but like dumber yeah it's really what it is like people getting kicked in the nuts and people getting their crotch set on fire it's and... the first bit it's that informs you that this is what the movie is and will yeah. become is when the baby gets, gets hit the, in the face by the board when the baby's like balancing on it it's yeah like, oh geez and then the other guy just throws the board off the roof oh my gosh like, get this out of the way so <laughs> i don't know why he does that but it's <laughs> so stupid so okay this gave me hope actually because this is where when the baby escapes the the Kidnappers is where it really wrap, ramps up with the physical comedy and the slapstick. And I don't always think, you know, I, the way I say it, slapstick, you know, that's not always bad. It, like, it could be good. Slapstick can be yeah. good if Christmas it does well. vacation. Christmas vacation. <laughs> so much slapstick. So much slapstick. I love that movie. And a lot of it's funny. And I'm encouraged with one of the first big ones is when they just... I mean, Home Alone. Is home, the freaking, oh, my God. The king Come of slapstick. On. So much. Yeah. The scene where they're chasing after the baby and they just jump off the roof or whatever. They jump. Oh, my God. And the other guy just falls. They would have died so many times in this movie. Can we just say that right now? 50 times over. This guy would be so dead. He fell so far. (laughs) It's just so ridiculous that he just walks right off the roof. It's just there's a few parts like that that are just so insane that I am kind of just laughing at this. I, I chuckled. At this part, but it's this is a big slapstick comedy, and uh, this is what. And we're how getting. does the baby not get seen? That's another thing they just don't explain at all. And why do some people see him? Like, what the one guy in the store or something ends up seeing, or the lady? That's right, the lady in the in the department store ends up seeing him. Like, how how'd you, you get, escape? Yeah, it's like, how'd you get out of the mother how about the corner? Bus? How about like walking down the street? How about he's straight up in a woman's bag? Yeah. He goes to the apartment to like get down there. It's like he goes into the elevator. The delivery guy doesn't see him when he opens the door. <laughs> so many. Yeah, and also you can equally ask how does this baby not get killed to the fifty times over as well? Yep. I mean, what, what what do they say? Baby, baby luck, baby luck. 
Oh, Lord. I mean, the way this baby gets around, it's basically baby like luck. a good old baby luck. <laughs> Should I had some of that baby, baby luck. Tracks. Baby tracks. Baby tracks. Two best, best quotes from this movie. Uh, baby tracks. This movie didn't have baby luck. That's for darn sure at the box office. Nope. But it, the way the baby gets around, it's kind of like a Rube Goldberg machine, you know, like that. Da, 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 da. Oh, yeah. <laughs> It'll just. Me. One thing will push the baby in one situation. The baby will see something and be drawn to this whatever. And, and the construction scene is really that way. It's a little oh, different yeah. in like the zoo and stuff. It's like just they just make stupid decisions to do things. <laughs> but it's like the construction scene is just a. <laughs> and it definitely should be said that um the baby the reason the baby is kind of being followed along and like going to place to place is because. This is the, I guess the the reason for the baby's day out is because of this book, the the boo book is what the babies calls it. What's the actual yeah, name of it? Yeah, baby's day out. That's, That's okay. what it's called. All right, the, so it it's just about a baby going to different places before going yeah. home. It it's literally they made a movie about whatever this book is. Exactly. <laughs> it's like in Surf Ninjas, how they follow the plot of the Game Gear game. Yep, yep. <laughs> it's like that. It's telling the baby yep. what the plot of the movie yep. is and where to go. Yep. That's this, it. Is, this is what's necessary to get to the next slapstick <laughs> moment. Yeah. What? I don't even know, man. <laughs> All right. How about we do this? What What are some, <laughs> what are some notable slapstick What things moments? they did right? Let's do that because oh, those are the hardest no. parts. Okay. What, well, what things are actually funny? Like what things worked for you? Because there's a lot of things that are just absolutely retarded. Um. Okay. So I will say, it's like some of the stuff towards the end are just so. I think falling from a long di- like this, <laughs> this is obvious because I said it was the first thing that made me laugh. When so, when a character falls a long distance, I think it's pretty funny. So this is a me thing. So the construction scene was great. I like this. Oh my god! Scene. I like because it's when they're just just the fact how much they would have died. It's just that's exactly so, it. It's just so ridiculous. That's exactly it. Especially when like he lands, he like falls straight up falls, and it does kind of make me nervous a little bit. There's something about it where I'm like, oh my yeah. god. It definitely makes me nervous seeing people from high places. Yeah. And, like those videos on like Instagram where somebody's like jumping from roof to roof. It's like. It's insane. That's kind of how I felt in this scene. Awful. Like, so, oh. And just so see that play out. And so you're like, oh, oh. And they actually fall. And you're like, oh. Yeah. And you see it. And he lands in concrete. So it's fine. And, and, and the way he <laughs> lands, mixer. it looks like he's just straight up dead yeah. when he lands on, on the, the board, board yeah and you're like oh well yeah. joe pangelion didn't he's yep. dead now he's dead they won't do anything else they do something else i will say just because of my sense of humor i think the falling scenes are funny <laughs> i will say that i think the the one scene i was going to mention that i guess it's funny <laughs> i don't know it's just so ridiculous that i laugh is the- when he's just constantly getting like his crotch burned in that whole yes. scene. It's like, it's it's funny because it's just so ridiculous. It just goes on and on and on. It's like, and then he starts changing the way he's talking and like talking about stuff, getting roasted. I don't know. I, I did I did laugh at that part. That man. <laughs> he's definitely the one that gets the worst of it. That is one of the worst. <laughs> that is, 
pretty bad that okay so wait, he's hiding the baby under his coat or something while the and the baby knows there. how to work the lighter the baby too. successfully lights a zippo lighter and keeps it lit keeps it lit without burning himself. eddie is his name eddie okay Getting... it's the most generic like crime the man who gets the nuts roasted just for ages here's the <laughs> thing with a lot of these scenes like conceptually they could be funny but the problem is is that some of these go on for so and I guess that's the long. thing that I thought was funny about it. The fact that it's just like, it it's like funny at first, then it stops, and it comes back around yeah. to be it, funny again. I guess funny isn't the right word. It's just, it gets ridiculous. So you laugh at the ridiculousness of it. It's like, this scene isn't working at all. Ha ha ha. You know what I mean? <laughs> what were this they thinking? This is terrible. I love it. Yeah, I, I don't know what they're thinking. Um <laughs> What's another bit? <laughs> I thought really... Baby Tracks was really funny. I, <laughs> just, I, I, I thought it was funny, Just because it's, it's another ridic- just ridiculous going, thing. Baby Tracks. You know, <laughs> it, it is funny. If it was more of those kind of things, I think this would be more of an enjoyable movie. <laughs> okay, so let's go ahead and talk about the gorilla. It's on the freaking cover. It's on the poster. This gorilla is, is a big really? part. Of it, yeah, it, on one of them at least. Oh. It, it is featured heavily. <laughs> And the marketing material. And it's in probably every trailer that I remember seeing as a kid. <laughs> Come for the gorilla, stay for the baby. <laughs> so, were you getting any uh, Harambe vibes <laughs> during this gorilla scene? In what way? The baby being held by a gorilla. Yeah. Is that what is that what happened? Yeah, ba- a, a kid crawled into a gorilla. Is that why they had to kill him? And they shot that thing, yeah. Mm. And so... There I had was forgotten no... that it was the kid and that was the reason. But in this scenario, yeah. the difference is, one, it's inside, and two, there's no supervision by any <laughs> staff here at the so zoo. So they have to kill this gorilla in real life. I guess, I guess so. in real life, but here there's no staff to supervise what's going on. So any baby can crawl up yep. in this thing just and be anybody. there. How did the baby get in, too? It just crawled on in. I guess yeah. the bars were wide enough for any baby makes sense. to crawl on in. And any good with cage, you just make it plenty big for a human baby to walk in. Or a criminal to just go there and screw around with the gorilla. Oh so this scene is kind of horrifying. There was actually a, a video I recently saw on the news of a girl who went over the thing and was like in with the lions. What? And was face to face with the lion. What was she doing? She's just sitting there like dancing. She's like twerking in front of the lion, like, and the, the lion's like slowly creeping up towards her. It's like about to pounce. It's super like you know, scary to, to watch. Did she die? At the the, end of the zoo video? people were like, "Yeah, she could have easily died." I guess there was like a water thing between them, but like it was not very big. That lion could have easily jumped over it. Well, guess she got her views. I it's guess like, that she was after. What is the zoo thinking? Like, you should at least have like a big piece of plexiglass or something that. Man, apparently zoos in real life. I feel are... like you need to keep the people out even more than keep the animals in. Absolutely. People are insane. So stupid. So are babies. So many chances for some idiot to come along and think it's cool to do something like that. That's work in front of a lot. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> um, one thing that freaked me out, I was like, oh my God. When the gorilla smashes the, the guy's fingers, I was like, oh my gosh. Ugh. Every bone in that Ugh. man's hand. Just screams. Been, I know. It's kind of scary because he's like, ah! It's like a legitimate scream. And I was like, this is. It's what you do. Yeah, that's. He pancaked your hand. Uh... The mop catapult. Oh, good lord. Oh, jeez. He just flings him with the mop. Yeah, okay. 
<laughs> All right. It's an, this is an example. This just goes on so long. Yeah. Like, I'm watching this kind of late, and I'm starting to be like, man, I'm getting tired. Just, like, watching <laughs> some of these scenes, when some of them go on for, like, way too long, I'm just like, Oof. Or maybe I just want someone to fall. I don't know. Maybe that's the only way this movie's getting yeah. me, someone falling. Ugh. What's next? Oh, one thing I thought was weird. There's a okay. So there's a situation we talked about parts where, um, you know, adult intervention. You know, uh, another adult seeing what's going on. This happens. Okay, so there's a lot of scenes where you're, they're supposed to cut to the baby. You know, the cut to the baby shot, and you're supposed to be like, I understand what the baby is thinking. You know what I mean? Yeah. And there's a scene where like you, the baby, you're like, she shots of parents and it cuts to the baby just looking like a baby and you're supposed to be like oh the baby's sad because it's at this point he misses his mom you know i you know you're supposed to infer that because the music they're playing because it's impossible to get a baby to do that i miss my exactly the baby isn't acting you're just trying to get the right expression at the right time i get it they did get some of those it was like oh some of them where that you, works pretty good where it's like they cut to it and it's like the baby smirking as yeah. if mocking them or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, sure. Definitely. But there's a scene here where the baby's just sitting here kind of lonely or whatever. And a woman wops up. Where's your mommy or whatever concerned? Like, you know, you, you should be. Like you should be. Yeah. And all she does is looks at another woman who's sitting around and that woman smiles at her and she's like, oh, okay. That's your mom. I guess. Bye. <laughs> Doesn't ask her or anything. Doesn't ask her, oh, okay, so you're with this kid, right, who's just, like, standing here next to a... Kind of close to the street, <laughs> honestly. Yeah. <laughs> what can you even say? Just, like, this entire movie. What can you say? What do you think of some of the effects here? Baby effects. Baby effects. Um... I mean, work pretty good. Yeah. There's a lot of scenes where the baby's crawling across the street. Yeah. There's a lot of cars whizzing by. And... Over the baby. Apparently it was Trevor, whatever his name is, the whole time. Wow. Genius. <laughs> At least, I guess, in the high-rise scene. All right. So, how, okay. So, parts in the movie led me to ask the questions a certain of times how they did it. Um, certain ones are an obvious composite shot where they're like, okay, they kind of just po- <laughs> they took the scene and they posted the baby on there. There yeah. it is. Yeah. And uh, other ones probably are ver- a boy, Vern Troyer. Is the baby yeah, right. and not an actual baby, which makes sense. Okay, because I was, would hope most of them were that. <laughs> yeah, you, you would hope because there's a lot of things you don't want to see a baby doing, like on a girder. You know, for instance, eighty-five stories above Chicago. Oh my gosh, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I it took me a while to like see anything that told me it was Chicago too. They like they definitely don't make it obvious. No, they don't. I think it's there was Ferris something Bueller. on a building or something that like said something. I was like, okay, well, it's Chicago. Yeah. It's another Chicago one though. Yeah. <laughs> We're never leaving. It always is. It's crazy. It is kind of crazy. I'm surprised the studios aren't like, can we try New York? No, enough already. Or DC or CA. Oh my somewhere. gosh. We haven't gotten there yet, but he must have pitched a fit when they said home alone, home alone 2. 2 lost in new york say that. he must have been kicking lost in chicago it works perfect why wouldn't you get lost in chicago everyone gets lost in chicago i don't know but anyways we'll get there not at all <laughs> mr hughes not at all no oh so what are the parents doing during this just being worried i guess the mom tr- does try to like go out and look for her baby like yeah. they have to like convince her and the fbi gets involved very quickly. yeah very quickly I, that's that's one of the reasons. Like, obviously, he must be some kind of 
political figure or something. <laughs> yeah, because otherwise it'd be like, like a city 48 official, hours maybe. or whatever. Yeah, what what is he? It's like it seems like you'd make that obvious since it's like a big part of this storyline. I like, know they're just generically rich. They have a huge house and a maid and a maid, <laughs> a nanny, I guess. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. But yeah, they're investigating. I guess it's serious business kidnapping babies. There's this weird scene that I thought there was going to be more to it, but there really isn't. It's just a weird thing. So they follow a trail of breadcrumbs because there's some guy like tips them off and he's just looking to like bribe them really. It's the guy from uh, Dumb and Dumber, right? The one dude is from Little Giants, of course. Which one dude? The he's dad? the dad of the like super big kid that's like carrying the fridge. Oh, okay. So that's the you dad, know the one right? the one guy with the buzz cut. Who's the the baddie, the villain? No, Little Giants is a little too distant for me. No, but. no, in Baby's Day Out, I'm saying. Oh, The guy yeah, with yeah, the yeah. buzz cut. You remember him? <laughs> There's the three guys. Oh, he, yeah, he's yeah. Not of, the, of he's, the... he's like the, the third guy, kind of like the least character. <laughs> the least. The one. <laughs> <laughs> the least of these. The one that's not the main guy, but he can read. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I yeah. know who you're So he's about. the dad of like the super athlete kid that's like super strong and little giants. Wow. He's like carrying the refrigerator when he like comes to recruit him. I don't know why I always remember that scene. It's like so iconic. It's like, oh, he can carry a whole refrigerator by himself. Oh, that's right. That is pretty insane. We should do a, a retrospective where we just talk about like kids sports movies like Mighty Ducks, Big Green, Little Giants, you know. You don't remember that? No. His dad? Oh. It's been way too long since I've seen wow. Little Giants. Rick Moranis is I immediately in it. remember that. Like that's all I remember. Rick Moranis is in it, and his daughter plays football. Is, is Bri- it his Brian Haley is in um, Baby's Day Out, and is also in Little Giants. He's oh, the okay. father of like the star athlete that the Little Giants get. That's like the big turning point for them, and why they end up winning. Because you know they. they <laughs> anyways, they have the I could tell the big you game really against. Would rather do Rick Moranis. Giants. It's his brother. He has the other team. Yeah, I just I don't know why I was like it clicked. It was like that's what I know that guy from. And apparently he's also in Gran Torino. I don't, I don't remember that. We can stop this right now. We can go watch Little Giants and come I just, back. I thought Please. I didn't recognize all these people, but then I'm realizing I remember this guy from these okay. movies. Okay, so th- this is where the, the, the $40 million are for a bunch of Yeah, to just movie. for Brian Haley. No. <laughs> he, had, he hadn't done any of these movies yet. <laughs> so there's this weird scene where the guy from Dumb and Dumber, you know, the, the guy with the bills bills or whatever that guy he leads him so he's like oh the baby's over here it's a completely pointless mm. scene completely pointless i think it's going somewhere to be part oh of the plot gosh. they go to like a, a a poor single mother's home who has all these so children weird. and it's like this weird moment where like this rich woman goes to like a a poor mother's house and they have like this connection she tries to steal her baby at she first. tries to take her baby and this woman just kind of allows it <laughs> this is a whole weird thing. I'd be like, no, don't come in my house. There's no stolen babies in here. Get out of here. I don't know. And it's like a weird thing where it's like, is this going to comment on like the the fact that like, oh, these are poor parents and these are rich parents? <laughs> no, it has nothing to do with anyone. But <laughs> that is something that Hughes has done in several of our other movies. Especially yeah. Pretty in Pink. That was a big theme. Oh yeah, poor people and rich people—it's a, a huge thing in his movies. But there's this like weird thing she says, and she's like, 
like he, like the dad stops and she's like, I believe there's someone looking out for all the babies. <laughs> he says it in such a weird way. I'd, I'd forgotten that. It, it made me think yeah. of uh, the sun from Teletubbies, you know, like the big baby sun or whatever was just up in the sky. The big baby <laughs> no, in the sky. No, I don't remember Teletubbies. I'm sorry. It's fine. I remember little giants, not Teletubbies. What an interesting memory you have, Jordan. I, I see. I didn't watch Teletubbies because I was a little too old, but I was aware of it uh-huh. and like skimming through it. Uh-huh. And there was just a weird. <laughs> it's like a weird thing, you know, when you skim through the channels of your television. Like, well, what is happening? It, exactly, and you <laughs> and you pause at the wrong moment, and you're like, "What is this?" <laughs> and I like pause, and then all of a sudden, there's a giant sun baby oh, laughing Lord. at these like creatures. <laughs> No, I didn't know that was in Teletubbies. There's a sun baby. Okay. That's who's watching over Baby Bink here, giving him the baby look. Maybe I appreciate this movie a little more now. Uh, yeah. It could have been Teletubbies. <laughs> could have always been Teletubbies. <laughs> I mean, the parents are pretty useless here. Pretty much. They don't do anything to really find the baby, right? The FBI really doesn't do anything either. The nanny basically does everything. She's like, wait a minute. I know it. I've solved it. She figures out because she's the one reading the baby, like all the stuff in the book, that book. She's like reading it over and over and over to him. And she's like, he's following the book. <laughs> I feel like this baby's really smart if that's really what he was doing. Of course. It's, this is this is like the that time period where it's like all about smart babies. You know, we have the smart baby and like uh, Adam's family values yeah. will eventually have baby geniuses. And so, yeah, it's all about the smart babies right here. But yeah, this is a smart baby who knows what book to follow or whatever. He knows he wants to follow the adventures of this book. Yeah, I guess so. And the nanny knows that he's that smart. And so yeah. he's like, I know where she he's going She knows next. baby bank. So we see another, uh, where, so what was there any okay what's left to talk about Luke <laughs> where the old soldier's home is kind of a cool moment it's kind of a I don't know kind of a neat like way to kind of finalize it we get Mr. Duncan who, and also Mr. Wally yep That's so right. here's a main two characters we see later on or no I guess earlier yeah we see him earlier yeah. just kind of randomly he's just sitting well there. I mean like earlier in John Hughes career it's oh this oh, was actually okay. yeah, afterwards yeah, yeah. It's it's hard to put these together in your head. It's all been so long since they came yep. out. But yeah, yeah. So vacation was eighty nine, was it? I'm blanking, but several years before, and then oh yeah, and then well, actually, Home Alone would be after this, right? Home Alone two, I believe, may have been like right, like like really. I soon just before. read it too. I'm forgetting. Great. But um, yeah, I think this was before. I think this is the last time we might see, um, yeah, Mister Mister Duncan. Yeah, it was ninety two. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know if we're gonna see. I think this is yeah. Since this is the latest one, of course, this is the last time we're gonna see Mister Duncan. Yeah. <laughs> latest one. That's right. But yeah, the old soldiers' home is there. They're just sitting there singing to the baby or whatever. It's, it's memorable. <laughs> I don't know why they're doing this, but yeah, but. Touching. <laughs> yeah, I guess if the the parents didn't figure it out, because they see it wasn't even necessary, because the soldiers recognized the baby. Yeah. So it all just kind of coalesced here at this moment, yeah. where it all they just kind of came together. They would have contacted them anyway. Exactly. exactly. They would have contacted them, so it just kind of worked out. Everyone just kind of worked they out. Just really the same. wanted to tie that book in, I guess. <laughs> yep. They just wanted to 
wrap it all up with the book. Ugh. And even more ridiculous is on the way home, they realize yeah, that the he baby... He solves the crime. He solves the crime! Because the baby doesn't have the book. And he's like, oh, where's your book? And he's like, boo book, or whatever he says. And he's like looking at the hideout. And of all the things <laughs> yeah. that he could have been looking at in that general direction... They were like, it's that building. The baby couldn't have even seen that far. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I feel like exactly. his, his vision would have been developed enough. No. <laughs> <laughs> baby luck. <laughs> I'm even hearing him still in my mind. That was kind of funny. No, I hear him too. How like did what? Hear they him? hear him like six stories up. That's the thing. I thought I kept expecting them to cut back and they put him on the they put megaphone him on a megaphone for some reason. You hear that? He's coming for you. <laughs> Jaws. Oh, it's baby sounds. You hear that? Baby sounds. Baby horror sounds. <laughs> Suspense, baby. Oh my god, this movie. Yep. Let's put this movie to bed, Jordan. Yeah, they put Baby Bink to bed. Let's put as Baby well. Bink to bed, Let's Jordan. Let's do it. <laughs> There's not really anything baby else to say. Baby strips of China. Yeah, yeah. They, That's all there they is they left to say. They put them to bed, and I guess the parents have a newfound appreciation of both uh, the the baby, the nanny, and everything. Because there, there was that kind of kind of sweet <laughs> scene earlier where the mother walks in on the nanny and the nanny is distraught because he's like yeah. oh i haven't taken your feelings for granted because the nanny is like just as much of a mother almost as the yep. mother is and so that was kind of sweet so right I guess they have a newfound appreciation for the nanny as well she should appreciate her yeah no kidding right. and so and so and so yeah i guess i guess newfound appreciation for the baby but none of that is really obvious yeah. so i none don't know of that's developed, they yeah. kind of just put the baby in the bed and they're like yay we have our baby back the movie's over Except they should have gotten rid of all the books that like led Baby Bank to want to go places. Like They're like, oh baby my. Baby goes to China, for instance. Gosh, our baby is very easily influenced. <laughs> we should probably get rid of anything that inspires danger. Should probably just stop reading this baby books at all. This baby's smart enough. Let's just show the baby just Lonely Island's YOLO video <laughs> over and over. YOLO. Yeah, look out or whatever. <laughs> Oh my gosh, Th- yeah. that's it. We're not getting. We're not getting baby's trip to China. This is it, no. Luke. It's pretty disappointing. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, I remember watching this as a as a child. I did, and like you know, when you're a kid, like when you see something and you it, you don't like it, but you don't know why. You know what I mean? When you're a kid, you can't quite Definitely. put your finger on it. You're like. I didn't watch that one as much. I don't know why, but yeah, yeah I didn't watch it as much. You have no I'm, sense of like reviewing things. Exactly. Your critical thinking what hasn't didn't kicked work, in. What did work? What did work? Yeah. It's only until you get a little bit older and you're like, oh, this goes as a bad movie. That's why I just didn't. It was abysmal. That's why. It was terrible. <laughs> and and so, yeah, this was really bad. Um, I, it's not the worst. I was coming into this thinking that it was going to be one of the worst. Yeah. Obviously. I think that spot we can find, we could definitely say is forever held by a class reunion. I highly doubt any of the movies we're going to be watching coming up will surpass that. Highly. These movies are movies. I don't know they if I can. They have recognizable even... names, at least. Yeah, I don't even know if I can cl- classify class reunion as a movie. It's no. so. It's like less than a student film. It's awful. And this is really bad, but it was a movie. <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, this this had a big budget, and to me, it it really showed because it it's did. like it didn't look cheap like class reunion. That's that's no. the one thing I'll say it it had going for it. It's it was a movie that was so stupid and felt a lot a lot of it felt like a waste of time, but it was well made, well put together. It looked very professional. Mm-hmm. Um, you could tell, you know, it was a Fox thing. Like you know, it had money behind it, and it was edited fine. It just was too dumb. It was too dumb to be good. What could have saved it? Do you think this is salvageable? I don't know, man. It's like having a baby be the centerpiece of your movie. That's a very hard thing to salvage in my mind. Yes. It's like you don't feel a lot for the baby. It's a baby, so like you don't want it to get hurt. You don't want to see a child like injured. But other than that, there's like no other emotional connection other than just, oh, it's a baby. Yeah, and you're never don't think hurt it. <laughs> that the that the child is in any danger because baby luck is established very yeah. early. And it's <laughs> and like, so I'm going to see a PG movie, so obviously like everything's gonna be fine. I know that this baby isn't gonna get smushed by the <laughs> yeah. bulldozer. Yeah. So it's like just be a pancake at the bottom God. of the construction site. Okay. I think if this was an animated Rograts esque kind of adventure yeah i think it could work a lot better or saturday afternoon cartoon yeah or make it to where you know it's like a look who's talking to kind of thing where you give a famous actor or a likable actor the to voice the baby kind of like in look (laughs) that's that's not look look who's talking to is the dogs i'm sorry no that's look who's talking now I'm getting them mixed up. I'm getting the the Look Who's Talking franchise mixed up. Okay, no, no, no. Look Who's Talking, Look Who's Talking 2 are the babies. Look Who's Talking Now is the dogs. All right. Got it. I haven't seen any of these, so I'm sorry. It's fine. (laughs) They're better than this. But, yeah. I think you had, like, John Travolta voicing a baby or something like that. I think. I don't know. I'd have to see that to be sold on that. It's better than this. I'll just say that. Yeah, yeah. And Rugrats is better than this. And so if you get something like that, and and, and even if it was animated, you can even ramp up. Rugrats too. It's like the characters are talking. There's an interaction. There's like drama between exactly. them. Exactly. That's what this, I'm saying. The baby's like not saying anything, and it's just walking around following the book. It's like, really quick. Yeah. It's like, okay, how many scenes are we gonna see of some stupid thing happening to them? <laughs> exactly. So that's what worked about Home Alone. You had like a character that you cared about, like talked and like showed who he was and like ended up caring about his family you know all those like development things that you have to connect to your main character like, yeah you like, can't replace kevin McAllister with a baby i mean that just doesn't work i, I know this is a stretch but like i remember them talking about the halo movie and how it wouldn't work because they didn't feel like they could connect with a master chief that you know never showed his face it's a big thing in halo so it's like you have a baby that like obviously can't talk and can't like present any emotion so that's why it's yeah, it hasn't it's developed hard for the personality me to, yet. i guess that's what you're saying you're saying if it was voiced by someone at least then you could develop like some kind of emotion and stuff yes. and like i i see what you're saying but i i don't know if that would save it i guess maybe in my not opinion maybe not because look who's talking <clears throat> it's fine but it's not brilliant it's better than this but it's no. like not brilliant and it doesn't have the sort ceiling. of slapstick insanity that this is trying to pull off and if it was animated it might be able to even ramp up the slapstick because like you there's certain slapstick and animation that's brilliant like tom and jerry yeah. or looney tunes where that stuff's great and hilarious but and it's made for children which is really what this movie should have been this yeah made for exactly this is trying to be kind of more of a family 
kind of yeah. movie, which but it's like the it's kids not. are the only ones who are going to enjoy this. Exactly, there's and that the young kids too. I always try to make that make that clear that there's a line between an all ages family movie Home and, a, and a kid movie. It's a strictly yeah. just for kids kind of movie. Home that, Alone to me is the epitome of that. Exactly, it's a great family movie. You haven't gotten there yet, but spoiler alert, yep. it's a good movie. <laughs> but this <laughs> it appeals to everyone is the main thing I'm saying. Exactly, it does it does that well. And I would argue this didn't even appeal to me as a kid. So when I saw it, I yep. I was I was the demographic for this movie. I was what like seven or something. Even like that? Dennis the Menace, you know, that appealed to a lot more people than just children. Dude, I love freaking Dennis the Menace when I was a kid too much. But this, <laughs> yeah, probably too much. <laughs> too much, a little bit probably. But, it at least appealed, I think, to a lot of people. Yeah. Anyways, uh, what are we doing next? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what else to yeah. say. I'm sorry, baby's day out. We're done. Yeah, we're <laughs> done with this. We're out. <laughs> Moving on. Um, career opportunities is next. This is one I have not seen as well. Nor have I. Um, looks like it's interesting. Um, it's at least available on a lot of things to watch. Oh, right. Not for free, but it is available to access. Dude, that's <laughs> so anything's better than yeah. the whole the links we have to go through for the yeah. likes of Dutch and Class Reunion. It's a good sign when it's available on YouTube, Amazon Prime, iTunes, Google Play, and Voodoo. It's like great. Wow. Okay. It tells me it's a movie. Major distribution, <laughs> and they're not trying to bury it too. Yeah. They're not trying to Star Wars holiday special this thing. It really, it felt like that with some of these other movies. Class Reunion, it definitely yeah. felt yeah. like that. And Dutch, yeah. When you go on Amazon and you see that a copy of the DVD is like $80, it yeah. does not inspire a lot of confidence. Some completionist is trying to collect them. Exactly. A, a movie that is out of print. <laughs> the that, John Hughes collection. That the studio does not care to <laughs> to bring back into circulation. Yeah. So, all right, cool. Yeah. Let's do it. I'm down. So we'll see. Join us next week for career opportunities. Thank you guys for listening. Have a good week. Peace.